0: All right, hey, uh, we're back, and uh, we're missing one, but that's okay. You got me and Craig, so it will work out fine. And we were just chatting before this, and I was starting to get heated, and I figured I'd just go ahead and share it with everybody, because uh, we were talking about, you know, these people that are having such such a problem with everything. We were just uh, watching, before we came on here, the video of some uh, white woman in a gorilla mask, uh, shouting um, all sorts of things that... I'm not going to put on here since I put this up on YouTube at a black guy and throwing an at him. And then some skinhead runs up on him and is uh, saying, you know, all kinds of other things that I'm not going to yeah, say. That it's not just some black air. guy though. Oh,
1: it's oh, not right. just some black guy. It's Larry fucking elder. Oh yeah. A candidate that's right. For governor. Yeah, that's right.
0: A candidate for governor. Ah, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that
1: funny? Ah, so, yes, it's almost yeah, we, like uh, being a black conservative makes you a target for an extra heap of, extra heap of racism in this country. Yeah, it's, It
0: certainly seems like it, but we were just talking about, about the kind of people uh, like this lady here that's uh, throwing that, and you know I'll have a link to that in the. Uh, it's it's the uh, show
1: it's still the guy who here. thinks differently is what it is. It's disgusting.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, what what we were saying there before we got on here, we were talking about Afghanistan and. You know, uh, Craig had mentioned that, you know, maybe we should send these people over there on a trip to, you know, maybe send them on a trade for all the women and hostages they're wanting to get out. And I was just saying to him, well, you
1: know, yeah, you mentioned that they can't get out. Okay, I get
0: it. Yeah, well, but, you know, that might be a win-win. These people, they're social justice, what? Social justice warriors. Yes. Time to war up, warriors. Get over now, there in Afghanistan that, and free those women.
1: It's funny how the etymology of that evolved. It started off as they were keyboard warriors. Then they uh, they added in the social justice bit as a as a um, a common trope. So they became social justice keyboard warriors. But that was a little bit cumbersome. So the keyboard part got dropped off, and they many of them forgot they weren't on the internet and they came to face to face with reality. But then they started dressing in black and marching in black block like a bunch of uh, Marxist communists you know almost like they had organized somehow behind the scenes slightly uh, so you know if they're if they're all organized they have their uh, they have their little uh, little ambush squads and so on and uh, if they're gonna go hundred to one on people then they can send them over there where uh, their services are badly needed no, and I know really... that Russia and China are buddying up to Afghanistan right now and uh you know, while it might be sad that the only thing they find wrong with the Soviet Union is that it uh collapsed um, maybe they can make make they can make Russia great again uh but start in Afghanistan
0: well indeed you know Afghanistan was uh, some say Afghanistan was the thing that caused the uh, USSR to fall so i mean what better place to start your journey in the uh, reestablishment of uh communism as the uh global hegemonic empire right why not start there you know it's the fall it's the seed of the empire's fall is it not so many have said you could you could go ahead and just show them how wrong they all are and how glorious the people's resolution uh, sorry the people's revolution will be
1: I'm I'm sure that they'd rather just feel smug and self satisfied that they helped out a brown man uh, as destitute as Hassan uh, and sit sit and watch his videos on their on their computer, sending him superberries
0: you know that uh that reminds me of something i I replied to him when he was talking some shit about you know how these right wingers think i uh i shouldn't have a house and you know what I said to him because you know honestly in my heart, I appreciate he what he's done, and you know well, his house is where he works i mean that's his office, so if we think sure, about this sure. reasonably he's really purchased himself quite quite an exquisite content production factory. So now as a content production factory owner, I I just felt it obliged to ask if he would be providing his factory facilities to his comrades. He has unfortunately not replied, but I'm hoping that he will, you know? But I mean, he's got this wonderful oh, content yeah. production factory. He's not using the content production facilities in his content production factory at all times. So certainly he could make them available to comrades in his downtime, could he not?
1: Hey, you know, that would only be requiring him to, in some modest sense, live up to his own ideals. Terris um, the thought that he'd ever have that kind of obligation.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What a fucking loser! You know, <sighs> winner in that he's got himself lots of money, succeeded very well under capitalism. Uh, loser in that he will never recognize how that happened.
0: Hmm. Indeed, indeed. Speaking he'll probably of, probably end up
1: selling a self-help book that fails miserably to ever actually help anybody.
0: Yeah, he'll probably. Uh, sorry, he'll, he'll, he'll probably well. get a Oh well, I mean, it's it's. Uh... We're we're just a little vindicated is all. So I wonder if I want to go into the just-released WHO thing or the just-released-from-the-day-before-yesterday coronavirus thing. We'll go with the uh, WHO oh, thing. Oh, So let me get you a link, and I'll drop it in the uh, show links as well for everybody else. And mm-hmm. basically... Um, WHO is saying hold off on the booster shots. Now why uh, they're oh, fuck me. For uh, their reason is It's stupid convoluted. You don't have
1: to expound on that. It's stupid. It's uh, yeah,
0: it's like uh, I actually kind of agree with him on this because of what we're seeing with the you know vaccine efficacy waning over time and well, you know, so here's the thing. I, I can
1: explain this quickly. So when you go to the doctor, if you go ahead and get your titers run on any other immunity that you, any other vaccine you've already had in the past to see if it's still effective, there is a value above which you are considered to be immune or have have retained immunity. That is a lower bound. What we have right now with, so we know that the the vaccine, when you get it, is going to cause a massive overshoot in the production of antibodies and, and um, uh, the 100 the, um, T cells that are floating about. Basically, but the IgG is the important thing. There's going to be an overshoot. Um, and, you know, so for lack of better phrasing here, just to keep it simple, you're going to see an overshoot in the, quote, immunity that is present in your in your body that is going to fall off over time to some steady state value to some lower value that's expected of all vaccinations period ever always happens what we do not know is what the lower bound is that is still consistent with immunity what we have right now is a very large range of values that we know are immune generally speaking so what you can do is you can just keep providing boosters to keep it kind of up in that kind of general range like and this is by population st- uh, statistic at this point where you can just kind of assume people are going to be within this general broad range that we know is above some unknown lower threshold so you don't know we don't know one what the general value is going to be when it bottoms out and comes out to some steady state value, you know, where it's going to hang out in the background. And two, we don't know if that general background value on average is going to be consistent with immunity or not. So again, you can just keep giving, you can stimulate the response repeatedly just to boost it by giving a booster. Um, What I would disagree with on giving a booster at this point is that like, we have mutating variants. We literally need like the booster was going to be the new vaccines that are being developed this year to yeah. cover variants from last year. Yeah, the booster the boost... was not going to be a well, third there's, dose. There's, there's the biggest dose.
0: issue. The booster isn't anything new. It's another dose of right. the same shit you've already had.
1: So well so what what this means is that you'll be very, very immune against the wild type virus and the UK variant and the um the California variant and the New York variant and uh, the South African variant. Um, But you will not be extra immune to the Delta variant, which is the India variant, or I guess there's another India variant. You won't be extra immune to the P2 variant out of Brazil. Uh, Immune evading variants evade immunity. Well, and and it's important to note here that there's a gray area. There's a, a bit of a... There's a bit of a slide down that ramp to the point where the vaccines are functionally useless because they're too old. There is a gray area and we're in it right now with the Delta variant. The Lambda variant is supposedly even further, basically further away from the wild type by genetic distance. And this, you can consider it kind of a genetic distance, even though it's, it's specific mutations, you can think of it like a distance ish like measure. It's further away from the original virus. It's, too different for the antibodies to effectively neutralize the virus, and so the neutralizing antibodies are the ones that clamp on to the S1 spike protein unit, the the uh, RBD, the receptor binding domain. They're the ones that stop it from infecting a new host cell. So. You know, if, and I'm telling you it's the same shit. Like there's never been a vaccine that has been tested ten years before it's been put into service. Ever, period. It's it just does not happen that way. Vaccines and and the breadth of circulation of the coronavirus right now is such that like if you're going to if you're gonna get rid of this thing, you need to move faster than natural selection. And conveniently, we are humans and we can move much faster than natural selection when it comes to a virus, if we put our minds behind it, and we just get it done. So, if you're just talking about the technology being too new, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, that technology, the modified adenovirus, that is the way to go. Um, MRNA is just a much faster turnaround, in my opinion.
0: Now, I'll and actually – I'll it, comment on that. I've but, been looking, and I'm not seeing the same kind of reports about efficacy drops with the uh, Janssen Vax.
1: So the Janssen vaccine has uh, so – all right, so the the mRNA vaccines specifically have the receptor-binding domain of the spike protein expressed by the mRNA. That is the, the purpose behind those vaccines is to get the body – to recognize and attack, just that one component. Remember, there's broadly speaking here two expressed proteins on the surface, uh, and they both have an RBD and an NBD, a receptor binding domain and a non-binding domain, which is everything I'm pretty else. Pretty sure I know domain. what
0: you're getting at, but we're actually so, getting new listeners, so just go right on ahead.
1: Okay, so so there's basically so about half of the proteins expressed on the surface of the coronavirus are the spike proteins it's a trimer um, and there's the s1 unit which is what allows it to attach to a host cell and stimulate endocytosis that's where the cell envelops the viral capsid and pulls it into the cell uh inside a little lysosome and then or whatever and then it uh it splits up and does its thing so if it can't attach at the receptor binding domain, the part that actually does the, the binding to the host cell, if it can't attach on that part of the spike protein to a host cell, then it is effectively just like junk hanging out in the blood. It's no longer a threat. But the antibodies, you know, the, the tail end of the antibody sticking out allows the hunter T-cells and undifferentiated T-cells and the dendritics to come along and, and macrophages to come along and, and scoop it up. So... uh, The rest of the protein is the non-binding domain. Antibodies can still be generated to recognize that and bind to that area, but they do not stop the virus from being able to attach to a host cell and stimulate endocytosis. So while it allows the virus to then be recognized if you attach an antibody to the NBD of the spike protein, it has not stopped the infection infectious action so it becomes a race between uh bumping into a white blood cell that can eat it and bumping into a host cell that can allow it to propagate again um the there's the other uh roughly the other half of the proteins are not involved in uh in attacking the host um so that that also has its own RBD and NBD. So you can think of it as kind of like having four targets. It's really more like six or whatever, but four is good enough for metal mental picture here. Half sure. of those targets are involved with the one protein that matters. That would be the spike proteins. Um, and about half of the antibodies that would target that protein target the end of the protein that allows it to get into a cell. So about one in four antibodies from natural immunity are going to be the kind of antibodies that would stop the virus from being able to get into a cell, whereas the other three out of four would be able to tag the virus so that it can be picked up by a white blood cell. Now, that's that's not that's not to say that it's bad that that's the case, and it, it looks like natural immunity, the um, the amount of uh, S1 RBD antibodies that are produced is is somewhat is slightly less, but is comparable. To what is induced by mRNA uh, and and the Janssen Vax. so
0: but we are seeing is... much greater efficacy with that over time and with the Delta.
1: So the reason why this is the case, besides the antibody overshoot, um, and it's it's just it's so there's there's confounding factors here as well. You have to keep in mind that people who get vaccinated are also likely to be people who also avoid situations where they can get. Infected, except for the special people among that group that decide they're going to do everything they can to get infected after they get vaccinated. Idiots. Um, uh, that's a pretty large
0: cross section, bro. Yeah, it is. I mean, at least in this specific instance.
1: But it, but keep in mind who who are the studies targeting for their their work? First, you know, I'm just saying that there are there are variables that are not being accounted for appropriately in my mind. But That's a fair statement. We'll see that we'll we'll see we'll see, hopefully, better data come out over the long term on that. In any event, um, the natural immunity. Or so so any any immune function, basically, you know, you get your you get B cells that are that produce the antibodies, and every time a dendritic cell or an undifferentiated um, T cell will drag in uh, a fresh corpse to present to the uh, immune system in the lymph node. Um, You get new uh, Hunter T-cells, and then you get new B-cells stimulated um, from that. So every time you get a presentation at the lymph node to a a B-cell, it will double twice. Two of those B-cells will stick around as memory cells, and two of them will produce antibodies about 2,000 apiece until they die. Um, So you get about 4,000 antibodies per corpse that the uh, white blood cells drag into the lymph node. So, and, and then you roughly double the, um, you, you double, so for every new corpse dragged in, you get uh, an additional B cell out of it, or, you know, for every new spike protein dragged in from uh, having a, the vaccines. So, the way, so in that sense, you know, you're going to get this kind of duplication of expressed, um, uh, uh um so so the little bits that so, so basically the b cells the way they work is they have little bits of uh of kind of like the the part of the antibody that will actually attach to a, um to a pathogen they have something like that sticking out to the side uh the undifferentiated I know what you're b talking cells about and, and i can't
0: for the life of me remember what it's called
1: so there's a little so there's a little y shape there's the bit that has a teeth and that that part uh one half of that is sticking out the side of the b cell so basically the b cells there's a, a wide slew of different combinations of all kinds of stuff sticking off the side of them and part of the two days that is required for the uh the t the t cell or dendritic cell to drag a corpse into your lymph system to get the antibodies going uh is finding the b cells that will recognize the uh, pathogen being presented. Uh, but once that's there the there's these are basically these are kind of latent or undifferentiated but it's it's really more latent uh, B cells and you know B cells can have more than one thing they express on the surface but if once you activate them with the pathogen like that, it's all that one thing. When a B, a B cell splits it replicates the stuff that was on the surface. And that is not a perfect process. So uh, I've many times in the past when the show describes the human immune system as, as kind of retarded when it comes to remembering things like the cold over, you know, more than two years. It kind of forgets. And one of the ways it kind of forgets is by a kind of diffusion action where the, the copying between B cells is not perfect. So the antibodies kind of mutate over time, but it's a shotgun approach. It's not targeted towards a specific mutation of the virus. But this what this means, which should kind of give you a hint at here, is that for natural immunity where you have what we're calling four different targets on the same virus, you have four different ways that you're gonna be still trying to target a mutated virus. You know, if if a part of the virus mutates that is not um, relevant to endocytosis. If any of the other uh, three uh, regions mutate, the MRNA vaccines are still just as effective, but natural immunity might wane a little bit. But because you have this imperfect copying and you have a presentation that's close enough that still stimulates a reaction from the B cells in your your lymph nodes, uh, you'll still produce plenty of antibodies and you'll still get divisions in your b-cells which means you can get this kind of diffusion outward in the in the genomic space um that for the recognition with these antibodies so the circle of so kind of think of like your spread of your shotgun the spread should still include the new variant in that case uh, as long as you're kind of co-evolving and the ones that do get recognized, those are the B cells that proliferate because they're the ones that recognize the new pathogen. So, it it works like natural selection. Again, you know, your body is selecting for the the uh, disease it has recognized, and then boosting immunity for that. So, mm-hmm. this is this is one of the frustrating things about um, like the common cold and and the flu and so on. There's already like so many variants and the common cold encompasses many families of viruses, one of which is coronavirity. Uh, so corona, human infectious coronaviruses, human coronaviruses are um, are typically the alpha coronaviruses. Uh, MERS and SARS are both beta coronaviruses. Um, and the, the SARS-2 Uh, It's not quite clear what it's classified as. It's probably, let's just say this. Supposing it wasn't made in a lab, it probably started off as a beta virus, a beta coronavirus. Um, Supposing it did come through a lab, it probably started off as a beta coronavirus and then got turned into whatever the fuck it is now. But it, it doesn't look. It's not exactly. Uh, it doesn't exactly look like a beta coronavirus, but it it's probably a beta coronavirus.
0: Well, I mean, considering what's just recently come out and been confirmed, we can pretty well say that uh, yeah. it shouldn't look like a beta coronavirus anymore. Yeah. We can say that with um, some real, uh, real near certainty. So, um,
1: so, yeah, like the the idea here is that the mRNA vaccines. Are more like a sniper shotgun. I'm sorry, a sniper, like a sniper shotgun, gun. you say. Really? Yeah, no, I see. I, you know what you can do if you play a fun game like, uh, um, like Planet Side 2, you can do shotgun sniping, which pisses people off a hell of a lot, but it's great fun if you can ever pull it off. Anyway, um, mRNA vaccines are like a surgical precision strike in that they very well train your body to recognize a specific pathogen the uh, S1 RBD for the coronavirus and boosting with that produces more antibodies against that specific um, configuration so the wild type the original virus while it does induce additional replication of the B cells so you get some kind of spread in your shotgun if you will on that on that one of four targets Um, because it keeps presenting the same pathogen over and over again, the same original spike protein, uh, your your cone, if you will, the spread is not going to go out very far. It's going to go out a couple mutations, and then that's it, because then those B cells that have too too much of a mutation, they're no longer recognizing the stuff that's in the booster, so they're not going to get proliferated. Uh, This is the same... By the way, for the Janssen vaccine too. So, and and say you were stupid and you know somehow found a way to uh, continue inoculating yourself with the original virus over and over and over again. It's the same situation there too. So, uh, the the advantage of the natural immunity is that there is a broader sweep there. There's four targets to pick from. If you're not gonna if you're not gonna get the s1 rbd if that mutates out of everyone's purview then you still got three targets to at least slow it down so you're going to at least recognize it you're not going to get cytokine storm necessarily you know your your immune function is going to take over and you're going to be at least able to eat it up while your body's getting the new spike protein anybody's produced you know it's it's still going to be better than uh, it's, you know, in my opinion is that you're going to have way more ways to slow it down. It's going to be overall better immunity, lest we forget that the whole point of taking the vaccine is to not have the original infection in the first place. So it's one of those things that I was, I was kind of I've been struggling with how to, you know, reach somebody who is so opposed to a vaccine that they have. Fallen back to pointing out how much better natural immunity is, it's like that only really affects people who have already had an infection. You're already in that camp where you are stuck with having already had that in your life. At that point, yeah, it's great that you've already got the natural immunity because now you're definitely better protected than, say, the vaccine because, again, four targets instead of one, right? Sure. And, and not only that, got... I
0: mean, your body's been trained against the specific thing as opposed to a chimera or, you know, something constructed. So it's going to suppose... intuitively, it's going to be better suited to the task.
1: So but again, for those who have not had a COVID infection.
0: Yeah, that that yeah, the key thing here is you have to have <laughs> had COVID. So, you know, bear that in mind.
1: Right. So the, the point I'm going to make here is pretty straightforward and simple just about everything that you might complain about as being a side effect or a complication or a potential problem from the vaccine is much worse with the actual virus it's just the way it is like the myocarditis issue is four to fifteen times more common with getting the actual virus uh just off off the top of my head I, i thought it was worse than that but but it's Take the easiest take take the most charitable read of that as you can. Say that there's only a four X difference or a four X ratio. That still means that you are four times more likely four times as likely to get myocarditis if you get the virus versus the vaccine. The vaccine is still better. Uh, it's it
0: Well also Again, too- this
1: this presumes that you're going to get the this presumes that you're going to either get vaccinated or get the virus you know, and then then you know, we have the variants which are course are the other issue, but still well, the, above the, and beyond that. If you have some immunity going in, this is kinda of where that gray area comes in for the the immune evasion issue. If you have at least some immunity going in from a vaccine versus having no vaccine and no natural immunity from a previous infection, if you had at least some immunity from the vaccine going in, you are far less likely to get many of the major complications that come about from getting this uh getting this disease like the the myocarditis issue down uh deaths hospitalizations way down um but again the further away we go you know the next variant you know say say lambda isn't the end of this and uh we have some i think there was some new indian variant that was coming out oh, of course you know, there is. And i remember they had fucking delta plus which is just you know, okay. So the the Delta first class is going to be a, a excellent virus, I'm sure.
0: No, oh, better than Delta uh, it, business class.
1: The, right. So the further away we go from the original virus, the less effective the original immunity is going to be, vaccine or natural immunity. While the natural immunity might have a broader scope. Now so that to speak, said,
0: that said, I do have to take the devil's advocate position nuts. on this, please do, because just as you've said, I mean, your body is going to mutate down the line, and there's more to work with there, so you've got a better statistical chance again, of being able to talking deal with that. About,
1: when I said, you know, remember, there's say there's four targets, one of four allows you to stop endocytosis. It's the same one. That is, that is targeted by the mRNA vaccines and the same one and two on that protein that are targeted by the Janssen vaccine. So, if, it, if, if you're talking about slow, if you're not going to have a, a better, a kind of an overall better time uh, with COVID, if you can call it that, um, having four targets is better than having one. But having the one that stops the virus dead in its tracks is more important than having. Three that kind of slow it down, and then one that doesn't work. If 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 they mutate far enough out, like so again, think of it like one of them. It's like it, you know I combined them like an idiot early on, but think of it like a sniper versus a shotgun, right? Um, one target. We have one target that's definitely you know you can shoot the guy in the heart from a distance. Definitely gonna get him. And then say you add a shotgun to your arsenal, and then say you ran out of sniper bullets because the S1 and RBD mutated, then at least you got the shotgun to slow the fucker down, right? So the, each has its own strength and 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 weakness. Um, the biggest strength of the vaccines is that you don't have to get the actual virus. Kind of a big one in my book.
0: Now that said, I, I am keeping on top of the Valneva. And we'll be keeping on top of that. And I'll keep you and anybody else informed because that one looks – well, it's a real vaccine. Like an actual, real – maybe it's this, maybe it's that. There's none of that. It's an actual – got to
1: push back on this here a little bit. So, all right. So, um, let's just go from early technology to now. And then we'll discuss what's happening in brief. Just try to be brief on this. All right. Original virus, or sorry, original vaccine is a weakened virus. It's a, a related vi- a related disease or just a weakened version of the disease. So less infectious or what have you. And say it is in the class of uh, coronaviruses, which are retroviruses, so it injects viral RNA into your cells. that viral RNA is reverse transcribed by reverse transcriptase into mRNA. That mRNA then constructs things inside your body and then it disintegrates, in, in, sorry, inside the cell. Then it disintegrates after uh, it gets oxidized and, and expires and goes away. So, so far, we've, we've got viral RNA goes in. mRNA gets reverse transcribed from the uh, viral RNA. The mRNA constructs new virus parts. Those reassemble inside the cell, destroy the cell, and this is to a point that Steve made last time. I think it was last time or it was last time or the time before, that the cells do die, generally speaking, when a virus invades.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up because I know he would have if you he were
1: here. Right. It's it's important. It's, it's because yeah, there is issue.
0: some shit left in your system from the mRNA vaccines.
1: Well, so that's the thing. Not really.
0: There is. It should go away on its own, but there is.
1: By two weeks, sorry, so, all right, so let, me, let me just make a point very quickly here on this. And it's typically more from DNA viruses than from RNA viruses, be it as it may, but the same outcome is, is the case. Viral inserts into the human genome exist for a reason. Those cells did not die, they replicated. That has to be the case, otherwise that would not exist. Inside our genome, we would not have any viral inserts if the virus was not capable of providing that DNA and then our bodies didn't replicate them.
0: Okay, I actually have to stop you cells. for just a quick second and ask if you've seen the most recent Chris Gazop video on the recently discovered superviruses.
1: Oh, yeah, the uh, the gyruses.
0: Yeah, oh, that's so freaking cool. And it totally relates yeah. to exactly what we're talking about now right. and deserves its own topic, so I'm going to remind myself. But I'm going to put the link to that video in the description it's so that video. if anybody's seeing Very this... Good. Check it out; it's really cool, and it ties in a lot with exactly what we're talking about now. So and human viruses
1: have been around; they've been around. We've, well, we've been probably around for, forever we've known about them. Far as we we've know, known about them. Maybe we've known about them for about twenty years. Um, like known about them in 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 a way that we've like characterized. They are them there and are
0: a thing, basically. They're gigantic. It's about all we could say,
1: and they're viruses. Yeah. So, that, but these are like viruses that are between. The virus scale and the bacteria scale. Many of them are the size of bacteria, like small, smallish, but still bacteria size.
0: And they contain uh, DNA of many and varied things, and leave DNA of many and varied things.
1: Well, so this is what I was talking about before. Like, not all viral, not all viral attacks of a host cell result in apoptosis. If that was the case, then we would never have a viral insert in the DNA that is propagated along the species. The fact remains that there are viral inserts. So the apoptosis issue, while it is a concern, it is important. Um, there's a couple couple factors to this here. One, the part of the, the genetic material that would become an insert is the stuff that is required to be reverse transcribed in order to form the mRNA. mRNA does not become an insert. That's just not a direction that things go in the human um, the human genetic mechanisms like it's, it's to my knowledge that's not a way things go mrna uh goes to the ribosome creates um protein that's that's it. it and then it goes away it gets oxidized and it gets destroyed so mrna is not stable um in fact one of the the really difficult things is that you know uh, uh only a couple like what two-thirds of the mrna that gets injected is actually what able to make it into a cell they had to wrap it up into a lipid so the body would endocytose it uh, more rapidly and more readily uh, as opposed to, say, the adenovirus vector for uh, the Janssen Vax, which uses the same mechanisms that the coronavirus would, essentially. Uh, different receptor, fine. But it does... It's, so anyway, so the original vaccines, live viruses, they do everything the mRNA vaccine does, but in addition to that, there's steps... Before the mRNA that that happened, they have to attack the host cell. They have to inject their own viral RNA that has to be reverse transcribed and in, into the mRNA, which creates the proteins that assemble the new virus. And then the a viral RNA is also replicated, because that that um, that uh, complement image of the uh, RNA is capable of uh going through and becoming basically dna getting replicated and then the uh viral rna can be assembled into the capsid anyway the whole virus genome is replicated in that case the entire genome of the virus and whole new viruses are made the next generation was dead viruses the downside of a dead virus is that it cannot replicate and it cannot produce more pathogen to stimulate a strong, robust response. What that means is that in order to get the same response, you have to inject much more dead virus than if you're trying to use the weakened virus. So the dosage is much higher, and they're more expensive, and they're harder to produce uh, because you have to scale the process up so much more. So while it's not, in, in principle, any worse Uh, of a uh, more difficult like as a process in general you have to produce just that much more stuff well i haven't really Uh, looked into it
0: is the is the valnava fully dead virus then or is it uh, just an attenuated virus i thought it was an attenuated virus vaccine
1: well like i said we're kind of walking our way up to where mrna comes in
0: fair enough okay Um,
1: so so dead so weakened viruses are basically just live virus you but you produce a whole lot more of it, so you don't have to worry about the replication issue. Uh, and then you just blast it with gamma rays until it, you know, it's assumed to be dead. So not only is it possible that, and also you don't have to use the weakened version of it when you make the dead virus. So um, there's the possibility, slight as as it is, because they use a lot of radiation. There's still the possibility because you can't use too much radiation or it won't work. Uh, it still needs to resemble a virus in order to get taken up by the white blood cells and so on um there's the possibility of getting the actual disease that you're trying to avoid in the first place by getting a dead virus vaccine again very slim we're talking like one person out of an entire vaccination campaign that this is going to happen to
0: yeah like you're 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 looking at numbers lower than less than one person than uh, the amount of people that are Okay, actually, that's a terrible example. Okay, you're looking at lesser <laughs> numbers than uh, the eight women that uh, had problems because they were on a specific birth control that has a yes. terrible side effect with Janssen vaccine.
1: Right. So, it's, statistically, it's less than one person, but it's probably going to be, like, at most one person <clears throat> per vaccination campaign with a weakened virus. I'm sorry, with a dead virus. The, the next, tex- next step in technology was to uh, have a weaker virus express by a recombinant DNA, um, or recombinant RNA in this case, the components of the virus that you want to uh, um, target, but with, again, this weaker virus that's not so deadly um, expressing that. And so this is the technology behind the Janssen Vax. This has actually been around since like the 80s. Um, so it's a good it's way to quote,
0: to understand new, this for uh, basically a layman would be uh, it makes the adenovirus uh, kind of uh, like a chameleon a like it, in its way, so that it it's, it uh, it is shaped and
1: uh, imagine um, like imagine whatever like, you're trying to make.
0: Uh, imagine make like important. a wolf in
1: sheep's clothing. Imagine a wolf in sheep's clothing, but like you know, it shows up. It's except it's like a dude that shows up with like a cotton ball, like uh, um, like, glue stick glued to one cheek, you know, and says, hey, I'm the coronavirus. Bah. So, you know, the body recognizes it and neutralizes it and so on. There isn't a significant amount of replication that's allowed to occur because it's a recognized virus that the body can tolerate. So again, most important thing for that is no cytokine storm potential for the most people. So uh, still, it's a live virus. So, uh, people like say cancer patients, um, immunocompromised people, uh, it's still lethal to them, but it's still, uh, it's uh, again, old technology. And again, I, I need to stress this point. No, it doesn't matter if it's been 10 years since the vaccine was introduced by now, when the vaccine was introduced there was not 10 years it was not known that there was going to be 10 years of testing there was not a 10-year backlog of recent of, of like phase three trials etc for a vaccine like it's it's just not done that way vaccines are have a a time limit before natural selection makes them obsolete the technology certainly has a long time, a long amount of uh, time and, and certain, certainly plenty of trials behind it. But this is also true of the mRNA vaccines. So anyway, we get to uh, around 2000. Uh, well, So say 1990, was it 1997, 98, uh, when coronavirus uh, research starts up in earnest, uh, conveniently before the first SARS outbreak, which you might notice, Uh anyway the coronaviruses are starting to be heavily studied by th- by that point because you know it seems like uh, a convenient target to pick out of the common cold suite it's uh, not as common of the common cold family of viruses when it comes to actually getting a common cold so uh, it turns turns out it's these are some of the uh, uh, more moderate to severe colds that you get um, typically for the coronavirus. But it's, it's also something, you know, human coronaviruses are, are plentiful enough, but they're not, like, everywhere because they typically get out-competed. Uh, and you have, about, on average, about one to two years that your body remembers it before the kind of diffusion with the B cells idea we talked about earlier um, yeah. moves too far away from the original that you got infected with. And then, like, it you know, the Alzheimer's, pain, Alzheimer's patient with a bowl of... Uh, uh candy corn you walk up and try another one and eh, it still tastes like crap you know there's there's your next uh common cold so um at the around around the turn of the millennium uh mrna vaccines were starting to get their kind of infancy uh off the ground um late 2000s was when they're starting to be looked into as a cancer remedy um through the 20 teens, they were being experimented with uh, experimental treatments for cancer, experimental treatments for a couple other uh, issues. I can't remember the specific cancers off the top of my head, but it was it was a handful of them, and they had success. Um, they were able to, you know, not necessarily beat cancer every time, but as a uh, a therapy addition, they were able to get the body to recognize and attack a weakened tumor. They were basically able to clean up margins more nicely. Um, well, you'd have
0: to uh, scrape out of somebody. Basically, the body well, recognizes so the idea as that... foreign and tries to do the process itself.
1: So the idea is that, like, if you if you take out a tumor, you have a margin, which is the extra bit of tissue that's healthy that you take out just to make sure you got it all. And the size of that margin is correlated with a statistical probability of, uh, of basically having detritus float off into the bloodstream. So cancer cells that can make a new tumor escaping. And the closer your margins are, the more likely it is you don't get it all. And uh, the way these mRNA vaccines come in as a combination therapy is using chemo, laser or, or surgery. However you wish to, to get rid of the tumors, the uh, mRNA can uh, can help get rid of the, lo- the uh, lone cells metastasizing. Uh, so that's huge. Um, it just turns out that the technology is, is simpler to introduce for a pathogen the body is supposed to recognize as bad. It turns out that it's really hard to figure out what makes a cancer cell different from a regular cell on the outside. So you have to plug in whatever that difference is for the mRNA to do its job normally if you're doing it as a cancer treatment. But if, But since that's hard... Viruses are very easy, and this was one of those conveniences that came out, uh, came about um, just, again, coincidence here, that coronavirus research had matured to the place that it had uh, by last year, and that mRNA research had matured to the point that it had. Uh, Because viruses are easier, because they are that much different from the rest of your cells— um, you don't have to do as much work, you just have to know what you need the mRNA to look like. What, you know what? What is the genes you need to code in? So this is where things become drastically different from a weakened virus, a live virus, or a, uh, um, a recombinant virus. mRNA vaccines do not require the genome of the entire virus to ever be involved, period. No entire viral genomes are involved with the mRNA vaccines period it's just the little bit that's required to get your body to recognize the virus that one protein on the outside so the thing that makes it different from the protein that's on the actual virus is that the trimer has a bit of tension on the bottom of it where it sticks into the surface of the virus and so if you don't have the the capsid membrane there providing the surface tension to hold the base together, it'll disintegrate. It'll fly apart. So they basically had to come up with a little raft that sticks the the very butt end of it together, which is also, by the way, basically the reason why the non-binding domain is not not recognized from the uh, mRNA vaccines. The non-binding area is just too different because of that little raft at the very bottom of it. So this should tell you how you know things don't need to be a whole lot different to to uh, screw up the antibodies that would come along and recognize that that specific part of the uh, protein. So the main advantage of the mRNA is that the mRNA will go in, and every time the mRNA contacts the ribosome, it'll make a new you know the the S1 RBD protein for recognition outside the cell, uh, and then. Um, there's a chance that the uh, mRNA can hang out long enough to hit another ribosome and then get uh, then produce another spike protein again before it gets oxidized and deformed. Basically, the ends of the mRNA are very, very, very vulnerable to um, to attack uh, just by oxidation. And if it ever gets misconfigured, if it ever like has one reach, so you know how DNA there's um, the complement on either side; they they, they stick together like, uh, like uneven teeth, right? Yeah. So there's always the chance that the L- mRNA can fold back on itself and contact, and get stuck. And that there there are mechanisms, there are enzymes that will undo that, for mRNA. But if they don't arrive within a certain amount of time, mRNA that's kind of misshapen like that can also be recognized and sent into a vacuole to be lysed you know, it'll it'll end up in a lysosome at some point um either after it's been oxidized and to the point where it's no longer able to attach to a ribosome uh with a start codon, or um uh or when it gets misfolded like that and turns into basically a, a, a little rat's nest tangle so uh the mRNA doesn't last very long um if you're just outside of a cell uh if you just had it in a vial if you put it out on the table um and and, at room temperature it's only good for a few hours other you know after that it's it's too much of it's damaged uh just by thermal excitation and and this is inside the lipid encapsulation that is injected Um, if it wasn't inside that lipid suspension it would be gone, like all of it would be gone in, in about an hour, you know, or less. So that inside also your cell,
0: the uh, necessary uh, storage for that, because right. being so, so, so much colder than anything
1: else. Exactly, and and so the, <clears> uh, <throat> another thing to note there: the people who just got a saline injection by accident. Um, it truly was an accident, and the reason, uh, except for that one bitch in Germany, who should who should be in prison for the rest of her life. I can't believe they did that. Anyway, um, so the the way it works is you pull out the sample. It's already inside the vial, and what you're supposed to do is inject saline to dilute it, and then you know shake it around, and then once it's ready to go, you have, like, was it five doses per vial? Now, I don't know um, exactly amount, but I know exactly what you're, but, what you're talking but basically, about. Basically, you, 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 you put in the saline to top it up, you shake it up a bit, and then, you know, and then there you go. Uh, so what happens is, um, so so what happens if you confuse the two vials and you only pull from the saline vial instead of uh, pulling from the vial that that the saline was supposed to go into? You only give someone saline. You uh, you completely fuck up the vaccination effort. <laughs> That's what happens. Um, oh sure, yeah. So anyway, the. So the the point I was making there with the evolution of the vaccine technology is that like there there is you know people say it's too new fine I I, I totally understand it it's definitely new in terms of deployment absolutely and I the mean there are some arguments
0: regarding the creepiness it's, factor which sure, there is a it, high it, creepiness it, factor
1: but again if you get if you give someone an attenuated virus or you give someone a recombinant virus. You are literally injecting viral DNA into their cells, which literally becomes mRNA and not just mRNA, mRNA for the entire viral genome, not just the part that matters. And I know that for the recombinant virus, it's not the entire original virus genome, but it's still the entire genome of an active virus. The mRNA vaccine, the principal advantage here is that you can give it to somebody who is immunocompromised and it will not kill them. There well, isn't a shouldn't. chance that it will kill them. Well, you know, absent other complications, sure, but just the, the fact that they're immunocompromised does not select them out of I mean, being able just, to get vaccinated.
0: But for what you're saying there, for the basic nature of how it is su- presuming everything works as it's supposed to and nobody's doing yeah. any fuckery, then, sure. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how it should function.
1: I, I mean, for the creepiness factor here, I mean, let's, let's look at the Janssen vaccine or let's look at any, um, say, um, uh, attenuated virus vaccines. You're literally injecting a fucking vaccine, like, uh, sorry, a fucking virus into yourself. I mean, if, I could see how 100 years ago that would look every bit as creepy as the mRNA vaccines look today. Well, I don't think that's where people go. And, and the a lot of mRNA the vaccines are only a little it, piece though. of it. If I'm being well, still, think, it, think of it like, think of it like, you're, you know, the. It's the, the point here is that, I I get that people are weirded out by it, and they have every right to be weirded out, and they should have the option to to get the same advantages that everyone else is getting for a vaccine, but in a way that is going to make them less weirded out. You know, like there should be an option. There should absolutely be an option. And of course, vaccination on its own, it's, that should all be always voluntary. Even if the goal is herd immunity, and it always has been, you know, don't let anybody else tell you differently. The whole and, and especially now that they fucked it up for the first round. Oh, because royally. the Delta virus the, the, the Delta variant is that is the, the colossal fuck up uh for herd immunity like if, if, if circulating volume of virus was lower, we would not be in this position today. Uh, so this so this is the thing, like measles has an R naught. So the, the, the average number of people that an infected person will infect is R0, the basic reproduction number. The uh, R0 for coronavirus, when it was first spreading around the world, was estimated between, uh, what was it uh, like, like uh, uh, five and, and eight? Yeah, I had heard and six. then after we after we did all the mitigation measures, it was down between two and four. That's a, that's pretty common for like the common cold and flu, but the Delta variant spreads more readily, and it's it's are uh, not with mitigation measures is slightly higher in estimation, so between six and nine, than the original virus was without mitigation measures. So it's very very uh, uh, contagious. But Again, measles has an R naught of 18. Extremely contagious. The reason why measles does not mutate the way that coronaviruses, the COVID, whatever, sars 2 is mutating right now, is because the circulating volume, the, the, the total number of viruses out there is so low that it doesn't have a chance for natural selection to work. There's a threshold beyond which, you know, whatever the value is, it's irrelevant. It's just the fact that it exists matters. There's a threshold beyond which you have too many virus, you know, individual viruses circulating out there replicating. And once that, you know, if if, if a measles mutation happens, which is bad enough that we need to send out new vaccines, it will be solved very quickly because we're just it is that much fast we are that much faster than natural selection when we've tamped it down like that so we can do that it's it and it it, it will take it's going to be frustrating because it's going to probably take a couple rounds couple more years of this nonsense it'd be nice if the politicians figured out that they're not fucking required for it yeah but, they're you know, actually kind of actively making it all worse exactly they they are Functionally, they are worse than useless. Uh, you know, Kamala yeah. Harris. Yeah, I was I was
0: actually just commenting on that with one of my coworkers today. You know, like this whole thing, if it had been handled with, z- if the federal government disappeared tomorrow, or if the federal government disappeared on January sixth, there was just no more federal government of any type, and everybody, everything was just down to like unit commanders and the states. I'm going to say that we would be in a better place today than we are right now.
1: Well, I'll say this. Um, had had politicians that have zero zero experience in medicine just shut the fuck up and let the doctors and epidemiologists take care of things early on, we would not have had so many people show up in the country and spread the virus the way they did. Imagine if, if, if Trump was president when the Ebola outbreak happened in Africa and they brought those three people back over here. Imagine the kind of gigantic pain in the ass his opposition would have been. Imagine the kind of spread of Ebola we would have had in the U.S. Go down to Chinatown. Go have fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a very real possibility. We are dealing with some monumentally stupid and/or evil people.
1: Like with all right, so without treatment, without any like help, Ebola has a mortality rate not not an i f not an um not an i f r not a c f r an MR, of like seventy to ninety percent.
0: Yeah, it's that's uh it's gonna
1: probably take you down it's it's one of those with deals. treatment with treatment that goes down as low as low as 30 percent. that means a third of people still die with treatment imagine if we I had think that might actually so be a
0: little bit higher now than it was at the time of the outbreak but still the mortality rates horrifyingly high and it's it's one of those you're probably going to die we would have had
1: is. imagine if we had allowed that to show up in the united states the way we allowed SARS-2 you'll notice we didn't allow SARS to show up in the United States like that or MERS but we did with SARS-2 why because fuck Trump yeah yeah that's true so it is it is it is disturbing on a whole whole different like it's hyper partisanship has allowed us to put on blinders like that and this again the party of the party of trust the science that can't fucking read a paper for if it if if it, if, if the entire Democrat party depended on reading a, a scientific paper competently, couldn't happen. You know, you can say the same for the vast majority of the Republican Party too. But at least like, they kind of accidentally had the right message early on, which was don't let them back in. Quarantine them.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you know, think just some. Like, you would think the most basic things wouldn't be
1: so incredibly... And the previous admin Five. so yeah, fucked up the FDA and the CDC. The CDC got caught with its pants down, and it wasn't even following its own protocol, which is to, to quarantine for at least twice the known incubation period. And then they were they were out of the blue. They're just like, yeah, but seven days because it's a coronavirus. Well, no, it's, it's a novel coronavirus, which is... The novel part's really important there. Yeah, it's not of. a human coronavirus. It's not an alpha coronavirus or a human coronavirus, which is a subset of the it's alpha brand coronavirus. Brand fucking new people. Brand fucking new and looks like a beta coronavirus, which should have lit off re- warning bells everywhere, like you know from SARS and MERS. So it's it was such a top down leadership and 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 and. Uh, authoritative like the, the authoritative sources have been so bad at disseminating good information you know treating treating people with valid questions about what you're asking them to put in their body or what you're asking them to wear around for their safety people who come to you with valid questions about that shouldn't be told that they have some sort of moral failing for asking you
0: and, and they the also fact that that was the way they like, were treated like children even
1: right. It, it's the fact that that's the way people have been treated. You know, the anti-vaxxers are typically very far left or very far right. And they, they exist at the ass end of the horseshoe. And the, um, fact, the way that people have been treated, there's the way a, there's a number treated, in the
0: middle anymore too, that have grown just well, tired way, of
1: this shit. The way people have been treated has, they have been driven to the edges and, and not, you know, the, the center has been has it's the polarization has been such that the the uh, the, the truth of the matter is obscured entirely in, in political rhetoric. And then people get surprised when it flips on them. You know, you have people talking about the Trump vaccine and then suddenly, oh, get the vaccine. Why? Because they needed to make it look like the vaccine was bad while Trump was in office. Oh, yeah. I
0: still push and now that suddenly shit on people. The, which, by the way, I do recommend to anybody that's uh, gonna catch this. If you get the opportunity, uh, tell people to make sure you
1: got your Trump vax right. You got the you got the Trump vax, right? It's 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 so like so you know on a serious on that. Like, here's the other thing: while I would highly recommend most people as a group would go get vaccinated for you know the herd immunity aspect of things, for the individual. I wouldn't tell someone, you know, unless I knew them, knew their medical history, and they are probably related to me or a friend I've known for 20-odd years. You know, I I, I wouldn't tell someone, go get the vaccine. I'd tell them, go talk to your doctor and see if you're able to get the vaccine. See if he says it's a good idea or not. You know, it's – then you have these people pushing the message that if you don't get vaccinated, somehow you're an immoral person. You know, Jimmy Kim. This this is a Jimmy Kimmel bit just now here. You know, I I didn't realize exactly how much of a sacred cow that fucker was still. Um, yeah, we were actually talking about this beforehand. Dude, do please explain. Right. I mean, it's it's.
0: You, I, I you said know, the, yeah. You pushback. for this. This pushback. is this is magical. Just please. I, I gave the
1: slightest know. pushback. He is he he. Jimmy Kimmel is sitting there literally wishing that people who go into the uh, to the ER or the ED. Um, so the emergency department, um, he's wishing that people who are unvaccinated that go there for treatment. And it was non-specific by the way, uh, except, you know, one, his first joke was about eating horse paste, but you know, forgiving that for what it is. And he's not the only one that's espousing this sentiment here. He's basically saying he doesn't want unvaccinated people treated at hospitals. He thinks that you shouldn't be allowed to get that, uh, that privilege that your tax dollars go to every fucking year. You know, it's let alone the fact that it's by a Hippocratic oath and by law, you're not allowed to discriminate on a medical history basis like that, unless it has something to do with triage. In which case, it probably would bump you further up the list if you're unvaccinated. There are people out there who literally cannot be vaccinated. And this is and and I talked to some of them on Twitter. They're getting bombarded by this bullshit rhetoric that somehow they're they're immoral for not getting vaccinated. Motherfucker, if they got vaccinated, they'd probably die. Like it's they're getting wished death upon either way. Get vaccinated or you should go or you shouldn't be allowed to get treatment. Yeah, it's legitimately that's, pretty yeah, it's,
0: disgusting the like way some of these people are being treated. That, that's kids that have, have no and hand in it. Yeah. And it's
1: and, and I I get that a lot of times people are just talking about people who choose not to get vaccinated. And you know, like yeah, fine, whatever be a prick on your own time and so on but like you're not specifying any of that and just you know i i put out a message my message was jimmy kimmel should hope that he never gets the worst of the treatment he wishes upon others shame on him i thought that was pretty benign and then i got blasted the entirety of fucking today oh yeah no i I remember catching it earlier
0: i went to work and you're still catching shit over that when we
1: started right like and you know, not that I'm complaining too much because my notifications on Twitter are always a dumpster fire, but like, you know, I it's it just retard after retard after retard jumping in. And the funny thing, you know, I I I'm pretty pro-vaccine. I think it's probably come off that that's the way I am on the show here. Yeah, if you hadn't got um, it. But it, it's somehow it's, you know, people 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 come in to try to tell me a. After I say that it's, it's politicized, they're trying to tell me a that the vaccine's not politicized, and b that I'm an anti-vaxxer because I say Jimmy Kimmel's an asshole. Um, where would they get the assumptions cross that gap there if it was not politicized? You know, and then also I get told about the GOP, I get told about Trump, uh, you know, I get told about fucking horse paste. Like just, I said that you know, unvaccinated people should should be treated. Uh, the way that they're supposed to be treated at a hospital which is humanely and according to triage and you know the triage people usually think of it as as when things get bad you're just picking the survivors you can hit the top of the list triage is always active but it just turns out that most of the time there's always a slot open um for people to get put in yeah but not the in the order the triage, seeing... it needs
0: to be done when you've got an empty er so yeah you know, right just bear that so, in mind
1: so that so, so triage is always the thing that's happening, and that's, that's part of the reason why, you know, you might show up with, like, a broken arm, but if there was a whole, like, there was a series of really bad car accidents and people are bleeding out, you're going to be seen after them. You know, so that triage is always active, and it's a, it's a dynamic list. Uh, but your, your, your uh, Politerati card, uh, your papers, please, should never have an impact on that. It's literally fucking illegal for that to be the case. Uh, if it's basically your political view that's getting you bumped up or down the list. And the way that they're just the way that they're pushing this isn't is very political. It's it's disgusting. It shouldn't be a political issue. No, to it's get blatant vaccinated. and
0: boldface, too, which is kind of the next. It's double. a personal
1: health care. It's a personal health care decision. It's a medical decision. And, you know, especially for these assholes that are up in arms about Roe v. Wade in Texas. Roe v. Wade covers vaccination too, dipshits. It's between you and your doctor. It should never be. There should never be a state involved in that. When it comes to a private business, it's your choice whether or not you want to go work there in the first place. That's the reason why it's still okay for them to ask that everybody get vaccinated. They can't ask specific people to get vaccinated. And on top of all this, you still got religious exemption that has to be respected. As it's definitely uh, an issue that needs to be. Uh, Needs to be considered when you're issuing a mandate like this.
0: Yeah, that's like, it's, yet it's, another issue to to be to make like head the, of. The, yeah, the blatant,
1: exactly. the, the 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 most consistent thing you will find with you know with political extremists, I would you know I would say leftists, but that's largely because there's more of them uh, that that fit the category. The, the most consistent thing about political extremists is that they're completely inconsistent with their standards. If they didn't have double standards, they didn't have. They wouldn't have any.
0: Oh, not even a first one.
1: So, like it, it's, it's ridiculous the extreme that people are taking things. And nobody's like hardly any. I, I got a couple people to talk. You know, I I break out conversation, and avoid report brigading by quoting people, because most of the people that follow me aren't going to like jump in on a lot of this. So, there was one person, that got piled on today, and they fucking should have. Uh, the person who let me quote them, said, the unvaccinated should be in concentration camps like Levers. Which is a perfect time for Steve to join us. Oh, well,
0: well,
2: well.
1: You have you ten, ten minutes to enjoy that one.
2: I completely so missed what I was going on.
1: I, I, uh, I went ahead and gave a, a, a milk toast criticism of, of uh, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, the giant cunt, earlier today. And... Uh, one of those threads more or less ended with uh, this this phrase here, the unvaccinated should be in concentration camps like lepers. Hm
2: mm. uh, you know the, the
1: the
2: the you know why this shit is happening again? Like we look back and, and we, we talk about, you know, Nazi Germany. The the reason this shit is happening is because we spent a shitload of time telling people this simplistic narrative that the Nazis were just bad people rather than they were normal people who did bad things, and this is why they did those things, and this is how we got to this, you know, the the death camps, and that's that's the more important lesson. And the reality is that if you actually start going along with with how we're we're talking in society, what we're we're doing, this is this is how we got to, you know. Uh, yeah. t- gassing people well, in chambers and stuff like that. Like th- somebody, this is like, not a, a trip away from the road. It started with a public health crisis and social undesirables, and we should isolate them from the rest of society and the whole bit. And and ignoring that part of history, ignoring the the, the, the build up to the the, the catastrophic events is, uh, is precisely why this will continue to happen again. Cause we didn't learn from our mistakes the first time. Yeah.
0: There's somebody yeah. that
2: said something about, uh,
0: being doomed to commit your mistakes if you forget them, but you know. And, who, who,
1: and, I mean, I was even someone even asked earlier, like, how are they dehumanizing people with their with the way they're talking? It's like, do you do you not see your own fucking words?
2: Well, it, like and that's that's it the thing is, is the left is so key to sit there and talk about how many you know how they they want to protect everything and. Uh, you know, we've always sat there and kind of mocked the left from the perspective that they come out and they say, oh, we believe in in uh, it was it, diversity. And then it's, you know, everything except diversity of thought. In this case, they you know, they are literally intent on calling everyone a goddamn Nazi for years and years and years. And yet they're the ones grabbing the bull by the horns and saying, hey, let's go start putting people in camps. Yeah. Right. Like. It, this is a process. It is well, a, like process. Even fucking, even a process. even a guy who was in it a is goddamn the same camp process
1: that Nazi Germany went through, even a guy who was in a fucking camp, George Takai, person who was actually literally in a Japanese internment camp, talking about putting people in camps. Like yep, and
2: that's and that is all. Like, holy fucking shit! That is all because we decided to. We do the same thing with civil war. We do the same thing with all of these like atrocities. We just – and this was one of the things that we've talked about historically on the show. This sure. was what psychology went to go investigate. How is it that you get your your frigging mom and pop and child sitting around the dinner table sitting there and being okay with gassing people in camps? It was a compelling question back in the well, 40s you and 50s. look at the 50s. pictures.
1: Look at the pictures well, of mean... the Nazis at – no, Nazis at Dachau, at Auschwitz, etc. Look at the pictures of these people, the officers. They're out having picnics. They have running, playing children. They they look fairly normal, and yep. right behind them is a death camp. Right, people are being and, murdered and, right behind them, and they all have like it's just a normal day.
2: Right, and and this is this is the thing: is we turned around and we decided that
1: these people are evil.
2: Which they, there are some people that are evil. The problem is that it's not that most people. People are evil. It's that most people are riddled with fear and easily controlled by those who want to abuse our emotions against us. And, and this is what the psychological findings were, is that we can influence people and make them do terrible things. And even we can even make them OK with doing terrible things if we control the situation in the right manner. And, and by the way, biological threats is one of the principal ways the Nazis managed to convince the Germans to round everybody up and throw them in a fucking camp. This is literally what they did.
1: Yeah. Well, here, here, so, example from this dumbass who I believe has me blocked some. I guess it's because I have the tab open and I can still see it. Blah, blah, blah. There are people doing everything in their power to protect themselves, their families in public from COVID. When they die, suffer for carelessness of others. It's offending. Who gives a shit? Uh, no one thinks hospitals prioritize, but expressing that frustration is not dehumanizing. It's human. And then... Uh, Oh god damn it. it! It was. Uh, hold on a second. Let me just see if I can. Nope, I'm not be able to do that. I will have to open this in an incognito window. Uh, ah, too blah, blah, blah. late. Oh god, damn it. I can't open it. I got. Anyway,
0: so It done pissed yes. them off.
1: Yeah. Oh darn! I'm missing out on so much. Oh no. So much. No, you know, the point here is, I was saying is, it's it's it is very human to do evil, horrible things. It you can't you know. You can't excuse the fact that dehumanizing people is human and then go, yeah, therefore it's acceptable.
2: Yep. You're, well, it, it's, it goes more than that. You can't come in and, and come in with a narrative that people are inherently good or evil. People are neither good nor evil. Most of us, you know, if you right. go through the D&D chaotic, chaotic to, to uh, lawful and, and good to evil, most of us hang out around true neutral. And the reality is that we can be influenced one way or the other. That doesn't mean but there, that we there don't are know some about there are a select it.
1: few people in history that are that true horror, like chaotic evil or just plain evil. There yes. are select and, few people in history that are like that. That once they fully yeah. understand the horror of what's going on, will then choose to continue with passion instead of right. with fear.
2: Right. And that's and, it, and that's just it, a
1: handful of those people, and they they end up controlling whole fucking armies, for whatever I, reason. I mean,
2: the the upside is I I have seen a, a, what seems to be a change in the zeitgeist. There seems to be a whole lot of people standing up against the vaccine mandates. There seems to be a whole lot of people sitting there and starting to speak out against this shit. That's not to say everyone everywhere all the time but the reality is that there are you know you you look at like florida and, and texas and they are actually on a legislative right. effort blocking these efforts right now th- that means that this will not you know we will not go quietly into the night uh and and march down this path wholesale uh that it's good we,
1: we pretty much, we pretty much figured out by now that like eventually the, the way the vaccines are going to end up working is it's going to be effectively a, a childhood school vaccination. You know, it's it's going to be one of those things that you just your kid gets vaccinated and it's just another line item on the form. Fine, like that. Eventually, that's where things are going to get to, and that's the way it'll be. But like if it's like you can't the thing I was just going over here is no, I... like you can't even you can't even wish that these assholes don't get like, terrible treatment without somebody chiming in that everybody, you know, just, just immediately assuming the worst things about you that they can imagine, which their imaginations yep. are fairly fucking limited. Yeah. Well, and, then, I mean, and then just, like, saying, oh, you're anti-vax, etc. Like just, I, I said, on, I don't on, want him on, to be treated like shit. On I the other hand, you mean, like yeah.
2: shit. bright, bright, shining light. The upside is the vaccines are failing in a spectacular fashion, right? Now the numbers are coming out and we are seeing significant quantities of vaccinated people get hospitalized. It's not, you know, it's not this clear cut, oh,
1: it's a plague
2: amongst the unvaccinated. It's it's happening to vaccinated people. We're seeing the efficacy. Yeah, of we, we fucked
1: up the herd immunity the first go around. Yeah.
2: To go with the, hey, you know, not only do you need your shot every five months, but you also need your two pills a day to keep COVID away, right? Oh, no. so, like, so here's, here's,
1: doing... I, I need to go ahead and get that off my chest real quick. Here. Yeah, go for it. I right. actually know for exactly what's up, up with these. But, yeah. I'm so pissed about this. So, so, all right. So, I'm not like an ivermectin true believer here, but let's just say that I'm seeing good things come out of the RCTs that I have read.
2: I, I have seen... Good things, but I haven't seen
1: amazing so, things. i previously said that ivermectin would not immediately seem to me to be an anti, a good antiviral because it is largely just used for um, for uh, it's an anti-parasitic. Yep, uh, used against worms, which you know it's, yep. happens in humans. Uh, Nobel Prize in 2015 for for ivermectin in yep. humans, so not an unknown medicine in the medical community, uh, but certainly fucking new to CNN. Um, uh, Oh, and that reminds me, uh, please love of God, Joe Rogan, Sue CNN for saying you're taking a horse. You oh man. He's talked about it. it. I hope, Those people. I hope that he does.
0: Oh, please. So, like, it's, I, a pro- it's, a prote-
1: it's a protease inhibitor. Yep. And what are, what is the Pfizer drug that's coming out? Going to be a protease inhibitor. Yeah. A Protease inhibitor. <laughs> So what could you it's, do it's instead insane. of taking the fucking Pfizer medicine? But you, you know just what? You take know another what the protease big,
2: inhibitor. Yeah, you, you know what the uh, you know what the big difference is between between ivermectin and the Pfizer drugs. Patents. <laughs> Dollar signs, buddy. Dollar signs. Enough. One of them. I'll, once. One of them. That. Is that it should be sold over the counter, and the other one has it. You know. It's gonna need a. Here's pres- the thing. First top dollar for.
1: You still need a prescription Ouch. to get ivermectin. Yeah, yeah I, know I, 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 I I understand. Like, yeah, there's the whole over the ca- I, I I agree. It's it's. So 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 first off, I in the same way, but like- my,
2: my my stance is, and this is this is something that actually pisses me off legitimately. Medical drugs are supposed to go off patent after 20 years, and you are not supposed to require a prescription for them unless they are shown to be significantly harmful. And unfortunately, because of our insurance situation, there are a handful of people who have lobbied to keep major drugs covered by insurance so that certain individuals don't have to pay for them. I am very much vehemently opposed to the fact that you have to go see a doctor to go get your birth control. And I am vehemently opposed to people have to go see a doctor to go get ivermectin. This shit should be over-the-counter, sold in pill form, that you know how to use, take to, call the doctor in the morning. Right? Like, ivermectin is a pretty safe compound. Absolutely. I mean,
0: it's got a huge profile. It's been in use for, like, a good couple decades in various forms.
1: Yep. Well, I mean, Adderall has like, been used for like what 50 odd years plus. Yep.
2: The these kinds of drugs when they turn around and they said, "Hey, some people want to use it as a therapeutic." They should have just sat there and slapped the fucking label on it, called it whatever the fuck they want, put it on the shelves in every CVS. That's the way this should have been handled. If you want to take a drug, you are free to take the drug. If you overdose on the that's drug, the that's nobody else's responsibility other than your own. Right.
1: So here's that's the thing on this is like uh, and then there's also – there's that fucking hospital where they didn't – they literally didn't have a single patient show up for ivermectin-related issues. Oh, yeah, that yep. fucking hoax.
0: Yes, that was such yeah, a lot
1: And then Matt still has the fucking tweet up saying that it happened. Like, the hospital put a statement out. They had to because they got fucking libeled.
2: Think about how ridiculous their premise is, Right. You have to think that somebody went to Tractor Supply, bought the thing, the tube of ivermectin with the horse paste on it, right? And I know people are doing that, but this goes back to that it should be over the counter. It's not, and you have some sure. pharmacists yeah. and medically appointed doctors saying they're not willing to the, the drug that they want to take that's got a good safety profile and, again, should be available over the counter because it's, what, like 20 cents a pill? It's like right. super fucking cheap. If you, like my energy drinks cost me more money than ibuprofen. So, so I looked
1: up. I looked up online just for because, you know, the same way I look at the the masks on eBay, I looked up online some of the the alternate drug sources people have been pushing around. Um, the cost ninety five cents for a, a ten pack of ten packs, from India, ninety five yeah. cents for a box of a hundred pills. It's fucking cheap as shit. It's like, fucking
2: cheap shit. but like, like, holy, like, wow, right? Going going back to the horse pace story, right? Going back to this, we right. have to pause for a moment, and and this is the same thing that I, I saw in 2016 when they were sitting there and being like, Donald Trump has called for the assassination of Hillary Clinton and all the other stupid fucking shit. <laughs> that's right? The bottom line is, imagine imagine a world that that CNN lives in, where somebody went out to Tractor Supply, bought all the ivermectin. And started guzzling a toothpaste tube of horse paste. Like, I, I'm i not saying that there aren't people who won't have overdosed on it, right? There are there's but, certainly some that did. There are certainly some sure. that did. But we also have to keep in mind that ivermectin does not just come in paste form. It also comes in shot form. And most of the time that you have ivermectin overdoses, it's because... You have workers who are working around this shit all day long, dealing with horses and cattle and all the other you know shit on a farm. They're doing a massive round of shots to a lot of animals, and they tend to sit there and get some accidental accidental exposure to the um, injectable form, not right. the horse-based form. And Keep again, in mind, these the are these are air injectors.
1: Form. We we uh, have
2: to assume that these people are literally taking a tube of toothpaste ointment with a giant horse on the box and guzzling it. I'm not saying So, so
1: to, to bring that full circle hard, here, But that's extremely stupid. So here here's the part that brings that full circle and makes it even funnier, uh, just you know, in the absurd sense. So Joe Rogan's talking about suing CNN. What the, what CNN is ignoring in their story even though they've had to say it basically to cover the facts in such a way that they... Uh, you know, and especially now that Joe Rogan's back on air after, what, a few days of downtime. Um,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Healthy Joe as a Rogen, horse. Rogen, just, healthy
1: as a horse. He got better. So everybody who's yep. reading the CNN story yeah. and yeah. pulling their hair out about Joe Rogan eating horse paste sees Joe Rogan better on air.
0: They are seething. And they might sort of be
1: wondering... They've got to be wondering, well, this is, what if I can go get that horse paste and get better? This is... This I mean, if is anybody's fancy. spreading out the idea that you should go get horse paste from the tractor store, it's among it's CNN among the liberal retards who went out to the gun stores in force last summer and figured out that they can't point the gun directly at the salesman. Yep. Like It's the well, same yeah. yuppie retards that are going to go out there and get the horse paste at this point. <laughs> it's, it's the same shit as the hydroxychloroquine stuff,
2: where, yeah. you know, I know,
1: I, again, I'm going to sit here
2: and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer my opinion. I've read the studies on hydroxychloroquine. I have read the studies on ivermectin. Uh, I've heard fluoxone on something that I should look into. I have not convinced by any of these studies. There is a lot of promise. But the effects from what we've been seeing in many of them are marginal. Like you can turn around and you can say that these studies were borked, And we talk all the time on this show about how people intentionally bork studies or intentionally make studies successful. So you have to be very careful. And, I, I, you know, we, we talked about the uh, the hydroxychloroquine, the positive hydroxychloroquine RCT. But, you know, the, the, the statement that I made was it's a very small number of cases, right? And I, I, I hold no, all of, all of this category, that's true, but now you reminded me time. that
1: there's some there's several studies that should have been ending at the end of last month, so it's hopefully we'll have more month. publications uh, on uh, like drug or drug no trials. Um, combination hydroxychloroquine azithromycin um oh, yeah. and zinc.
0: Oh, the uh, yeah, Zelenko protocol I, I
1: or not yeah, that, but, one, but so, so, something similar. So uh, those studies oh, um, there were se- there are several of them one of them used uh different uh, macrolide than uh, azithromycin as uh, as a second option but there's there are several studies that should have ended last month I think yep. that they should be published by the end of the year I'm not sure they should I, I, definitely I'm be larger studies so.
2: I'm assuming so but I, I will say <laughs> that I know a lot of people who are subscribed who are prescribed hydroxychloroquine and yeah. they got better And it's not like, it's not like, and again, I haven't seen the studies. I've got some anecdotal evidence of that
0: myself, Uh, not personally, but But from somebody I know that was consistently on it and was surrounded by sick people, got sick for a little while and then was better. And,
2: And that's, that's, that's what I have heard consistently. As much as, as much as I'm sitting here saying that I've heard, you know, I'm skeptical of the ivermectin studies. I'm skeptical of hydroxychloroquine. I am not a true believer I also have a ton of anecdotal evidence where basically they prescribe this shit and people get better in two days, right? They come from, hey, I'm really, really sick to, yeah, I can go back to work today. Yeah. In two days. And and keep in mind, like,
1: we're passing around that we have shared anecdotes here, uh, but the full full knowledge assumption on our end, just for the listeners, is that anecdotal evidence is bunk. Uh, It's worthless. That's true, yeah. Right. Yeah, this is we, why we, we talk we, about the RCTs and so on, where we, we you know we go on and on about still needing studies, even though we have all this evidence and, around and us. we, still double, not
2: good we over what the studies actually tested, and all the other shit that we fight over on the right. show. Right? The bottom line is that when CNN sits there and publicizes publicizes and hypes the iver- ivermectin stuff like they did when MSNBC does this, and it falls flat, and you get somebody like Joe Rogan coming out, a they have just basically outed themselves as false information sources, which is, you know, yeah. good long term. But if you actually were really concerned, if you had a legitimate concern associated with ivermectin, the whole entire horse-paced hospital thing, followed by Joe Rogan and calling him, you know, saying he's on horse-to-wormer when he, he has more people listening to him than CNN has viewers. It was prescribed
1: like, medication by a doctor, and, and right.
2: CNN was taking horse-to-wormer. That shit that shit will sit, th- that is going to ring true. Like, that's going to force people into cognitive dissonance. Because Joe One Rogan... can only hope. Well, more Joe than Rogan what they're in currently. conservative commentator. He's pretty close to progressives. Yeah. So yeah. all of these people, all of these people are going to have to deal with CNN and MSNBC. Oh, Spotify's got to be
1: upset with him today, too. What's that? But Spotify's got to be upset with him today, too. Oh, Yeah pushing out that he might sue
0: cnn like that i've heard that spotify has been talking behind behind the curtains about getting rid of him but i mean they've got so much money in that (laughs) that it would be oh man it's probably just a bad move oh a a fool's
1: move
2: move. a fool's fool i mean there's always going to be grumbles right but yeah. again, you know we, we talked we've talked it we talked about when I hopped on here, we talked about camps and how there's some scary fucking shit going down, right? But again, I am very hopeful because in order for that shit to escalate, you need the rank and file citizenry to get behind it. And so far, whether it's yeah. camps, or uh the the this bullshit with ivermectin and hydrox like the fact that ivermectin is sold out at fracture supply is a big indicator yeah, that of have something how much of a failure their communication strategy is right now. I mean let's and also again, consider
1: that like again we also have you know, we talk about the mainstreaming of of bad ideas for lack of better uh, phrasing. I mean, we still have like so to the to the limit that rel- that uh, celebrities are relevant. You still have pe- like like I said, without a hint of fucking self awareness, people like George Takai recommending concentration camps. Yeah, like, it's it's
0: like quite literally. It's, obs-
1: it's obscene and and like well, it's obscene on it's a number of a levels direction. because
0: if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't he in one of the internment camps as a child? He was Yeah, wasn't yeah he,
1: he was he was. Like I th- thought and this so. pointed out to him ad nauseum. Um but
0: what an astounding piece of work.
1: You know, and then no, the person well, talking know. about the concentration camps today, of course, today being the second day of Rosh Hashanah uh, Jewish New Year. You know, so happy New Year, guys. Uh Shalom? Good enough. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'll take what I, I can get. I believe I believe Evan, the uh this is where they pull out the brist ceremonies and just take a little bit off the top.
0: I'm only offering yeah, my uh, my good now. Every year, every year not,
1: it's okay. He, year he takes kind of a little bit smaller. It's it's okay, Steve. He takes a different kind of scalp. Hmm.
0: Mm, I almost uh, had something. I, I wanted having... to throw
1: a howl in there,
0: but I just... <laughs> it's like I couldn't figure out a way to make it work, so, you know, it is what it is.
1: Well, you know... How, Hebrew Hammer.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I see. Uh, missed opportunities.
2: Uh, you know, a few weeks ago, we were talking about how Australia is celebrating Jewish Santa Claus with their camps, and, uh, you know... Now we're yeah, then, uh,
1: yesterday or today. You're telling me about my grandfather and a smokestack. That's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> oh the difference. Yeah, I was, makes... was going
1: to point out how that doesn't really fucking work because in order for me to be here, he would have had to not go up the smokestack. But
2: well, you not know, I mean...
1: either. Either way, he could have said the grandfather that never was. That would have made a little more sense.
2: <laughs> Make like a chimney. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I am I am very very hopeful because I am seeing a lot of a. I'm starting to see a change in in my feed, and it shows that people are are deprogramming a little bit. Um, yeah, a number of I, people know, are noticing. Uh, yeah, I, I mean Craig Craig, I think is the only one who brings the glorious artards into my feed, uh, who are <laughs> sitting there and saying. Hey, like, there are people that were, were sitting there, you know, a month ago and saying, all of you assholes, uh, you know, why aren't you getting the shot? Uh, and it's now, hey, you know, what, what is it – what's it? What's the reason that you don't, aren't getting the shot? It's, it's yeah. like more of a questioning attitude. I've seen that move. And I've seen a lot of the, you know, these people deserve to be locked up. You know, they're spreading COVID as the plague is going away. And even even CNN is starting to report, yeah, you know, they're the, the people who got the vaccines are, in fact, going into the hospitals. They're getting hospitalized at the same rate or larger as the unvaccinated are. And, and well, that's... You,
1: see, you, you hope that, like, at some point here, the most important thing that they need to do is start coming at this with some with genuine compassion and that they shut up and just listen to the people that they're so ready to morally castigate.
2: Well, I, start. I, think, I, think, I think that's coming. Right. So. So first off, you know,
1: a little resolution. Here's,
2: be good. A, here's a thank you to the healthcare workers who are choosing to leave their job rather than get the shot. Right. And, and I'm not saying that, that again, I want to be very clear. I'm not promoting not getting the vaccine. If you believe that it is good for you, go ahead and take it. Uh, that being said, if you are going to sit there and take such a moral stance that you are willing to walk off your job, uh, to prevent a vaccine mandate from going into effect, power to you. Because there's enough people doing that that like police forces are concerned. Healthcare workers are concerned. And there's already shortages because of the mask mandates and everything else because it's making people's jobs difficult to do. So power to everybody who's who's sitting there and quitting. And that's, I, I am, as much as I think that everything is going tits up, uh, at the same time, the last few weeks I have been very pleased to see uh, a lot of the authoritarianism is kind of on the run and i think a lot of it kind of broke with the whole afghanistan thing i also think a lot of it has broken with pfizer doing their their you know two pills a day and the constant bad news on the vaccines um you know i i would Uh, still like to see see some more stuff but that's what that's what i think is making a dent in the
1: So, I'll take that as as uh, my moment of zen here, as, as I'm fifteen minutes over, um, and bow out and give you a chance to to chime in as you please. Oh, fair enough, oh, sir. So, no, well, you I'm, have a nice I'm, evening then. I, have some... I, need to,
2: I need to try to get to bed earlier. I would have been oh, on, oh. but then I realized my phone was out of power,
1: uh-huh.
2: and I didn't know where my charger was.
1: I, I heard, I saw about the dog. That sucks. I've oh. I've been there. <laughs>
2: Well, the, the problem is that whenever my dog is uncomfortable, he makes it his mission to inform us that he's uncomfortable. So if he has a sore throat yeah. in the middle of the night, he's going to tell us explicitly that he has a sore throat in the middle of the fucking night. When I was, and then on-
1: when I was much younger, I had a dog that um, – uh, So I, we had two dogs, and they both slept in my room for whatever reason. Um, the, the female yellow lab slept under the bed, and the male chocolate lab would sleep up in the bed with me usually he'd hang out by my feet or, uh, he'd like, uh, kind of crawl up and lay on along the side of me. But cool. if he ever had like a bad, like if he was ever sick or, or had, you know, had a cough or, uh, any of that, any of that fun stuff, I, it was immediately obvious to me and it was not going away. Well, so,
2: so, so luckily, yeah. luckily, and maybe this is due to the vaccines or maybe that, that he has, cause my, my dog is fully immunized. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or maybe it's just a mild case. It only seems to happen when he gets excited. So, if my wife starts yeah. pissing me off, I start playing with the dog because then he gets panting, and excited, and coughing. Um, and and then That's my wife cool. will, tell him I will, I will get him all excited again. Well, you know she shouldn't tell me what to do, and she should have learned after fifteen, sixteen years of marriage not to tell me what the fuck to do because I'm going to literally do what the opposite of what she says, especially if it doesn't harm me in any way. And in the case of the dog, all he's going to do is cough for a little bit, and he's going to calm down and relax and go play with you with his ball. It's really not that severe for him. Um, he seemed a little bit lethargic today. You know, he's uh, I'm I'm upstairs in my bedroom now. Uh, that was when okay. I finally charge okay. her. And so he's up here with me, and that's kind of early for him to come up. And my wife's not up here, so that's like doubly special for him to come up. So he's clearly probably not feeling that great today. But it's not terrible, but last night it was a... You know, all of a sudden it's 3 a.m. and he starts whining. And you're like, okay, I know mm-hmm. what you're whining about and there's nothing I can fucking do about it. So you're just going to have to suffer like the rest of the humans and dogs in the world that get the sniffles. He just doesn't, you know, he doesn't have any frame of reference of pain or misery because we keep him in a pretty pretty good health. And...
1: He's, a, he's a dog in an American home. Yeah, That's, he's,
2: that... he's a well-taken-care-of oh. pooch. He has a well taken care of pooch. It's kind of like, you know, all of these liberals in their first world problems. Mm, you don't say. No, no real perspective on the world outside. All
1: right. Well, all right. Funny good enough. talk, gentlemen.
2: Indeed. It was good talk. I am so sorry. I uh, wish I had charge, but it was crazy today. So oh, no worries, man. It happens it is I, I will I will hopefully uh, so I think this weekend I got fishing and then next week will be crazy um, <laughs> but sometime in the next three or four weeks things are going to calm down and I'm actually going to be able to sleep in on the weekends and you know enjoy myself and actually get to like clearing the giant pile of crap off my desk and putting my computer together and you know working inside a little bit more Right. But my my wife was determined this year, so I've been going pretty much nonstop since July. And a every single night when we do this thing at ten o'clock, I'm freaking exhausted, which has never happened. so either I'm getting old or sleeping for four hours a night eventually catches up to you. It does actually. Um, <laughs> it, does, it does seem to be that way. If if I could guarantee six every night, that would be fine. But then you have the dog or the cats getting sick or crying in the middle of the night and i'm a light sleep so it's just between everything no catching up i am i'm tired and i don't want to move so i apologize but soon soon i shall be here and i can make craig's loins frothy for the prospect. good luck I don't really know how to um, parse loop. that one, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's it's okay. You don't need to parse that thing. Okay, good. Good. I'll uh we can, we can it all now. pretend it never happened. Well, you know, Craig, at some point you should send me your address and I'll send you uh, a great American challenge.
0: Uh for real though, you do need to send us some of that honey.
2: Uh, yeah. I do. You know, I do. We actually need to process Process, A we're gonna have to pretty pretty soon start packing in the hives this year and then gathering that and then we should really process last year's batch and okay. you know really jar the stuff from the year before. So like two years behind. Jeez, no dude. Big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no big, no big deal. Well, you know, I work full time, works full time, both of us are in master's classes. Uh and then, you know you got all the other stuff that we try to get done. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Trying to live a full adult life. It's wonderful. It's fun. I like all the responsibility and all the sex, but sometimes it's exhausting.
0: Yeah, well, I uh, guess that's life. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. I guess I'll let you guys go, because you both got to get out of here and get some sleep. and I've got to edit guess this we- and... I've got one or two topics, I guess. I'm going to just cover real quick as I let you dudes get out of here. Okay. All right. So, take it easy. Have a good night. That's Craig. Find him at CraigBob99, almost everywhere. And that was Steve, Ratman720. Almost everywhere, but maybe not as worthwhile to try and get a hold
2: of. Ever.
0: Right. Yeah, there you go. Although, maybe, as he said, you know, there's a... uh, there is a slight uptick on the uh, feed. People are
2: getting fed up, and that's good. Uh, you know, I'm. Yeah, I am. I am. I am hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm also hopeful that the administration is starting to turn away from their their bonkers policies. They haven't tried to do anything more with the rent moratoriums. They haven't tried to do anything. They, it doesn't look like anybody's trying to really extend the unemployment benefits. They're tacitly admitting that was a. Bad
0: idea. Yeah. So, well, small victories. Although I really expect nothing from some of the most evil people ever to have lived and breathed. So we'll have to just kind of watch it play out.
2: Well, well, we will. I'm looking forward to the the jobless claims. And yeah, uh, Monday was the gets... day. Monday was the day.
0: That's going to be a really interesting one to see as it plays out this week.
2: Well, we got, what is it, in uh, in about 30 to 45 days, we should have a massive number of people that no one wants to rent to uh, on the streets. That'll be fun because, you know, that's what should happen to irresponsible people as they end up on the streets. And uh, now you have a whole bunch of people who I'm pretty sure were expecting Joe Biden to extend the unemployment benefits who are going to find in short order... That the amount of money that they were expecting every week is going to be substantially less than what they were previously receiving. If and maybe, at all, for that matter, maybe just maybe they might actually go find a job. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I'm I'm all I'm all in favor if if these folks are in a position where having having left work and had the time to like kind of get out of the rat race have had the moment to sit there and set themselves up for a simpler life where they can kind of check into their family and their friends, I think that would be a great thing for society as a whole. Uh, That being said, I am sure there's a lot of people who use the money to go sit there and pump up stocks and uh, do all kinds of risky behavior and will have nothing to show for the last year.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a a real possibility, and I kind of expect there's a lot of people that have been uh, playing – playing cricket when they should have been playing uh, Ant, as it were. Well, that's yep. an old one, isn't it? It is. But yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Aesop level right there. Ugh, mm-hmm. Those deep cuts. As you do. As you do. Alright, well, I'll let you get out of here, sir. I'm going to go over like one or two quick news topics. and You oh. have fun. I'll <laughs> do my best. So, yeah, look him up. Ratman 720. Worth your while or not, you gauge. It might not be, so... Make of that what you will. So let me get up a couple more of the stories here, and I'll uh, wrap things up for the night. Have a good night, Evan. And you too, sir. Be well, Craig. Be well, Steve's. But specifically, Steve, be well. I wouldn't...
2: Whatever, you know what I'm saying. Hey, if there are more of me, the only thing that can happen is the world becomes a better place. Uh, oh, at least we'd have more oh, competent you. engineers. I I am I am very excited to announce. Oh. I'm not actually doing anything, but in my area. I was so I was talking about being one of the unvaccinated and trying to get a religious exemption, and maybe I should start my own cult. All so right. I've been looking. I mentioned that I've been looking for uh, for properties to to rent out and move move into uh, some additional income streams. One of the properties that popped up in a search is a church you don't And I was just like I was just like this this may have to be a thing. I, are, are I might you have saying to make that it's a money. sign as if from heaven. It it is a sign as if from heaven and I will decorate it with statues of myself and pictures of myself. You are asking to get struck by lightning rather. <laughs> ah, I I think that there is nothing bad with how that would end up. Every single pew would just have a statue of Steve and and that's that's it. We'd just be the branch Stevonians. Everything? The church of Steve <laughs> Church of Steve. Huh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Good luck someday someday. Now, I just need to get wealthy enough that I can buy a mega church and just preach the word of Steve. That takes a lot of money. I mean, it
0: took Jim Backer years, and I mean, he got it taken away pretty quick. So I don't know if that's really necessarily the safest goal set you're working with.
2: I'm just, you know, you got to have that as, as never never invest more than you can lose. Oh, fair, and fair.
0: I, you know. I'll always be dreaming, I guess.
2: I'll always be dreaming. A church, a church with nothing but statues of Steve.
0: Godspeed, sir.
2: Life goals. Have a good night.
0: (laughs) You too, man. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Let's get the other bits of news here. So, Greg Abbott, as of yesterday, signed uh, Senate Bill 1 into law. Uh, That one is pretty interesting. It's... um, nothing to do with this whole abortion thing that uh, I've personally caught all kinds of hell over just saying why can't people have the right to choose and uh, this thing it's um, long and short it ensures the enfranchisement of uh, people of color minorities, white people yellow people, brown people, red people everybody basically it's uh, cutting out the cheating to put it in really simple short terms I'll, uh, well shit, everybody's heard about this, but anyway, yeah, the, the way I framed it, which is, uh, in my personal opinion, quite delicious, is I uh, just add, uh, to all the people out there, I only got one like on this and no engagement because I'm kind of acerbic in these sort of things, but you can't steal a black man's vote the same way ever again in Texas. I know you evil fucks will find a new way to disenfranchise people, but at least a few ways are now blocked to you. And a lot of these arguments come down to framing. I mean, I've got no arguments against that, because uh, wh- what are you going to do? If you're on that side of things, you certainly can't say, well, actually, I hate black people. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. Uh, more power to you, Johnny uh, Kaka Kamen. <sighs> And uh, beyond that, you know, we've got a couple of uh, people on watch lists that are now in the government of Afghanistan holding our citizens hostage, literally, for uh, greater means. So much more to go over. Uh, New York Times published uh, an Afghani war criminal because, you know, they just kind of hate America. Uh, their interior minister, uh, what, Haqqani... Killed six Amer uh, six people, including one American. Uh, went after Karzai. I no, you know all sorts of things. Be on the lookout, of course, for the new Microsoft personalized news feed. It'll be uh, definitely something you want to turn off if you're using Windows 11, because you know as well as I do, it's going to be absolute shit. So there's more and a lot that we didn't really get over but we got into a lot on uh, vaccines and the way all this shit works so I hope it's been informative as I said you can look up uh, Steve at Ratman 720 Mo- nah, most places you can look me up at that fake guy Dan just about everywhere except Facebook you can find the podcast um, if you're listening to it on YouTube I guess through Anchor or any of the main providers if you want to download and, of course, you can find Craig at craigbob99. And with that, I guess I'm just going to sign off with uh, not really any particularly good news. Oh, yeah, no, I do have some good news. Uh, some dude in San Salvador went to uh, McDonald's and asked if he could pay in Bitcoin. This was two day, well, a day and a half ago. And they let him get his big breakfast, which is pretty dope. So, yeah, I can actually close... With a decent story. Anyway, I'll put a quick link to that here from just the dude that actually did it. So, be well, be safe, uh, keep the powder dry and all that uh, good stuff, and i uh, well, be back. Give me a follow, hit me up for any ideas, link to the Discord, show notes, whatever. Anyway, talk to you soon. Be well and be safe.